Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Bonus, bonus, bonus. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. This is the bonus episode. <laughs> it's a special bonus episode. Tell you why. Why? Not because it's Halloween. Why? Owen is reading the questions. Owen is back. Into his house. Woo! What? I've, the speakers are on. I feel like I can hear myself. It's very distracting. Yeah. Speakers are on for a reason. Addy. Okay. Oh, is this how we can hear ourselves? It's to do with our first. It's kind of a question we got from Mark. A voice now. So Mark sent me an email. Is okay. It? He sent it to Stallet at goldoutnow.com. Mark asked me if, or he asked if you were aware of the ghost frequency. Uh, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not aware of it. No. No. It's 18.9 hertz, which is just below where most human ears can hear. When we hear it, it creates a sense of unease and it can cause you to see things and sense things that aren't actually there. Okay. So often in places where there have been reportings of hauntings... I feel a bit uneasy now. It's playing at the moment in the headphones. Is it? Yeah. I feel like my headphones just aren't great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hearing anything playing. No, you wouldn't be able to hear it. But I think... When the mood sets when you talk about something like that, your perception changes because you're thinking about... No, oh, is that a heartbeat? I feel like I can hear the heartbeat. You can hear kind of a murmur in there as I turn it up, yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear that. Can we just stay dead silent for a sec? Yeah, you take off your headphones. It's coming through them now. Okay. It's just a rumbling sort of... Yeah. Can the audience hear this? Oh well, it depends on what they're listening on. So that is, as I said, the ghost frequency, right? Okay. So, if you were to be, say, in a place where something, it can be caused by electronics, like say a fan or something like that. So, one case was uh, there was a scientist who was working away in the lab, and he was convinced he he felt like a presence, something watching him. And he was convinced he saw something in the corner of his eye and he got so freaked out he left the lab. Then he came back and being a scientist he said there must be some logical explanation. So went in and they found that there was a new extractor fan had been placed in the building or in that room and it was emitting this 18.98 hertz frequency which will cause this vibration and causes a physical reaction. That's insane. Yeah. Mm. And in a lot of sites of supposed hauntings they have found this can be a factor. It is present. But even if it is a factor, why does your body react to that subperceptual sound? It's called infrasound. I don't know the exact science of why it does it to you, but there are frequencies that will you won't even hear, but they will cause that physical reaction within you. That's one of the... I was listening to the Halloween main episode. Oh, yeah. And being the sceptic that I am. Trying to justify it. I think everyone always, everyone always tries to find reasoning behind it. Mm. And it's like the opposite. If you look for something, you're going to find it. You'll find a reason to not believe. Well, that's just 
looking for evidence, you'll find a reason to not believe. <laughs> like I said. But that's, that's, say you're in a, an old building, right? And this frequency is there for some reason. It just happens to be in the in the air, like the noise. Like in the Something will be causing it, yeah. Right. But you won't be able to, you won't notice it unless someone with the proper Will the noise equipment. be the noise we're listening to? So if I hear that noise gone and it's now. not coming I've turned it off speaker, now. I'm going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Now I will be. I want to make a correction. So in the last episode, uh, when I talked about the goat, the, the song that was playing in my bedroom, do you remember I was telling that story? Yep. When I was telling the story about the song that was playing in my bedroom and I went to the chest and I was pulling out all the clothes looking for... Uh, now I'm like his phone vibrated and I'm like ghost <laughs> go ahead I was pulling out all the clothes looking for where the sound was coming from where the source was coming from I went home and Moira had listened to the podcast and she said the weird thing about that story is there was no clothes in the chest <laughs> so there was nothing in the chest I opened it up the sound got louder and I was like where the fuck is that song coming from and then it just turned off that so is, it was an empty chest. It was an empty chest. Did you, what did you say was in it though? That you, I thought there was clothes and stuff in it, but that's just me misremembering, which happens a lot. So there was nothing in the chest. There was nothing in the chest. I still feel uneasy. Do you? And you, and you, the skeptic. And you, the skeptic. Feel uneasy. Because no, I'm saying uneasy because of the frequency. No, I, I don't think it's because of the frequency. I just think when you begin conversations like this, it settles in a certain mood, maybe and a certain perception of things. Well, that was my ne- kind of my next point. So say the two of you lived in an old house, right? Mm-hmm. And it has a basement, right? And Joe's down the basement. He says, comes up and says, you, there's something funny down there. I'm telling you, I can feel it. There's something. And I, I, saw, I think I saw something. Had to get out of there. And then, so you have that in your head. And then you go down there and say, whatever is causing the same frequency is mm-hmm. causing it. You will be ready to let that idea in. And you also have this frequency causing the physical effects that will actually make you feel or think mm. you see something. So the power of suggestion is massive. And I th- I was listening to last week's one and I was thinking, it's mad how Joe has had so many experiences <laughs> of this kind. But you totally believe in all that stuff. Whereas I have had maybe one really strange one in my life. But I I just, if you want to believe, you'll, you'll find something. I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe I want to believe. Maybe it's just don't live in haunted house. Ha- maybe my house is just haunted. Maybe my flat was just haunted. Or maybe, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm just haunted. I'm not saying I'm I right. I'm just saying I think it's... I think it's not the location that's haunted. It's the person. Oh. Do you? I do, yeah, because it's like whatever was happening to you when you were younger is happening to you still mm. in little ways. And when you describe it more, it feels like the same thing is happening. And it feels like that thing is attached to you rather than the flat or your house now. Do you know that way? Yeah. Does it feel like that? Do you ever feel like you could well, be anywhere and that feeling co- arises like? Like we see, we saw Amora was in the bedroom. I think we talked about that as we well. Like, the face. We, and we seen, I think it was yeah. a man and a child actually. Again, Mora corrected me on that. I thought I it was a face. I want to see that. I, I want to see that. I'll just stand there and be like, and then I just how are you? Yeah. <laughs> like I want to see it. Like <clears throat> We actually went to, um, the Camden the next night we were telling you about her don't know if you remember no we were telling you about her that we that we saying that and that was just indescribable especially when you share the experience with somebody I don't then know you know you're like, not going nuts like yeah it's like there's someone on 
the same level. You're looking at it. Like I'm as real as I'm looking at you here right now. Do you know what I mean? Are you here? You experience it. You feel it. I kind of believe in this sounds wishy washy as well. But I believe in guardian angels. And I think when you hear something kind of cross over from wherever realm that the ghost is in, uh, if that's what you want to call it, or the spirit. Like the upside down. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, for lack of a better analogy, the upside down works just as well as anything. But like, when it kind of breaks through and makes that crossover and it may manifest itself in a, a voice, a song, uh, a feeling, a movement, something moving, a noise, whichever way it manifests itself, it could be a positive spirit. It could be a guardian angel or something trying to protect you or help you or distract you from doing something or if your life is kind of going this way, the slightest little spiritual awakening can just kind of change your life and put you on a different path. And I, 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 that's what, that's kind of how I feel. I just think they're all poltergeists out to get you. Okay, will we move off spooky stuff? Yeah. Or? Is um, that still playing? No. I can hear it though. That's a ghost. <laughs> that might be a real ghost, yeah. It is playing though, no? No. Can anyone else hear that? Uh, one of the one for you. The Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. You're familiar with these? A couple hundred years ago in New England, this town called Salem. The whole town started accusing various women of being witches because they were seeing supposedly supernatural things happening and women were accused of being witches and loads of women were drowned. And later on it turned out that there had been a fungus growing on the wheat and they'd all been eating poisoned bread which caused hallucinations. What? And then through the power of suggestion and group think or whatever you want to call it they all decided well James he saw something weird down the field so I've seen something else at the barn and there's obviously something going on so let's hang some or let's drown some witches. I didn't know that's what it was. There you go. That That is mad. I, like, but the Salem witch trials just in general is crazy yeah. they would just throw they, if they suspected somebody was a witch they'd throw them on a fire and if if they walked out of it they'd be a witch and, and no one get, walked out and, <laughs> if, and if they didn't then they were human but they were born to death which everybody was which is terrifying how fucking crazy do you have to be to just well obviously they're eating obviously eating the fucking fungus on the bleeding wheat Okay, we've got the same question from a couple of people, unless um, one uh, from Keen and Finton. The question is essentially the same from both of them. If you could stop any crime in the world forever, but you had to commit the crime itself, what would it be? Oh, it's a hard one, isn't it? Like the it's fact that you, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you murder, to... but then you'd have to murder somebody, and I don't think you could do that. What if yeah. you could murder someone who I don't want to say deserves it? Well, you know but some people there's some people better to murder than others I just don't think I'd have it in me I don't think I'd be able oh, to I don't think I'd be able to so what it's if you could commit a murder but then what commit so any crime any crime oh, not murder, but yeah. so commit any crime and what and then nobody, nobody else, else will it. ever do it again so you're eradicating the, yeah. the yeah. problem you um, do it this one time and it's gone from the world forever it's a really t- difficult question because you have to do it then yeah as well Right, so what's a law that, or what do people do? What's, a, like, 
Something that's illegal. Saying thanks to the bus man. Not illegal. <laughs> Does it have to be illegal? Does it have to be illegal? Yeah, the question says crime, so. What's a crime that you don't like? What if you said Does, like a, a, drink driving? I was thinking drink driving. You have a few pints and drive down the road just enough distance that you're pretty sure you'll be safe. Mm. But nobody will ever drink drive again. You'd save thousands of lives. That I was thinking that. And I'd be alright. I'd be grand. <laughs> that would just that one time. But for the greater good, I'd, I'd roll the dice. What if it meant that you'd, you'd die? If it meant I'd die, well then I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but, but you're saving thousands of people. Um, what's a crime? <gasps> Is it? I have one. Go on. Taking the clamp off the car. But that means nobody would take the clamp off the that, car again. No, but the, yeah, because there wouldn't be one. <laughs> the car would still be clamped. <laughs> but nobody will take the clamp off. Oh, I'm thinking of this question very different than what it is then. Um, I don't know. Fucking don't know. I think drink driving is a good one. That is. Uh, so people wouldn't do it again. Something that people wouldn't do again. It's really making me think. Like there's really bad things in the world that I'd like to be gone. Just look in. But I would never. But you don't want to act on that. <laughs> I would never thing. do that to get to get to eradicate it. Um. I guess it's how much self-sacrifice are you willing to give? Is, is, I think suicide is a crime, isn't it? Well, not anymore. Like, I don't know how, not anymore. Like, I wouldn't commit suicide, but is attempted suicide a crime? Does that, if suicide is a crime, does that mean attempted suicide is, like, attempted murder? It depends which country you're in. Yeah, some countries it is. Yeah? But then I'd, like, just attempt suicide, but I wouldn't actually do it. Just so people wouldn't attempt suicide to eradicate suicide let's do a question about heroin you like, heroin uh, toes I'd hands. take heroin yeah. so then nobody would take heroin again that's good that's a good one yeah okay Can we move on then because yeah. yeah this is this is a tough sinister one. okay <laughs> and <coughs> Keen, Keen and or Finton thank you Finton next one is from Bob 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 Scratcher Bob the Builder <laughs> Bob says the last two days I've been on the way into work I've got off the dart but before I had the chance to step off the train two people on both occasions tried to force their way past me onto the carriage. I see this as a sign of the collapse of all social norms and order. What other small things do you think are essential for keeping society on the tracks? I think there could be a villain backstory happening here. Cues. I mean I think as a country we're pretty good at queuing but some people don't obey the rules and the etiquette of queuing. I was in the supermarket the other day and I was queuing up for the self-service. And there was about six people. And you could be waiting a while with six people in a, in a self-service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This fella came from the back all the way up. Excuse me, sorry, excuse me. Went and just scanned his items and left. No queue, like, just, bye. What the and everyone fuck? everyone was like looking at each other like, did that just happen? And what can you, what do you say? You never confront somebody that skips the queue. You just kind of have to let them away with it. I'd love to just go, what are you up to? Yeah. Is everything all right? Like, Get back there. Go, hold, give me them. Or putting them back in your basket and you're going back down the end. And some people ask, sorry, do you mind if I jump in? I just have to get something real quick. Well, that's okay. I don't think it's okay. Because you don't have to ask me. You have to ask the 15 other people that's behind me as well. Like, you should go 
Are you talking about if you have a big trolley and there's just someone there with like three items? I'm not necessarily talking about supermarkets. Well, that fella skipped and it was very abrupt and I was like, what? Right, last question for you from Connor. Okay. Connor says, if there were no more movies ever made in the world and you're told from then on, you're only allowed to watch films with two actors of your choice in them. Which two actors would you choose? So the example he gives is if you picked Denzel Washington and Leonardo DiCaprio, you could only watch films like Shutter Island, Training Day, Gangs of New York, Remember the Titans. Yeah. So, you get the concept? Yeah. I'm thinking like comedy, obviously, because, I don't know, I don't know. I'd go, I, I, I agree with you. I think yeah. a, a comedy would have to be a big part. For that reason, and not just that reason, but the versatility of his capabilities as an actor, I'd go with Robin Williams. Because he can do comedy really mm. good, mm. and he can do serious really good. So you're getting a good variety there. Mm. I was going to say Adam Sandler, but just because of his later things that I really like. But and yeah. then you pick, Ad, you can only watch Adam Sandler movies for the rest of your life. Mm. That would be disgusting. Yeah. That yeah, would be yeah. hell. <laughs> I would yeah, fucking yeah. hate that. <laughs> but I think but you're, you're going to get Chuck fucking and fed got up married. of anyone. If you're going to watch one that's person why, yeah, forever, you have to you're going to be fed up. Like. Yeah. Mm. So but you need someone like that's very versatile that can play multiple characters and you don't even think of them as the actor. But I think like, someone who has played multiple characters because they're not making any more movies in this scenario. They're not. It's not like you're placing a bet on Adam Sandler will continue to make better films oh you're watching that's it you're watching made. what's already made right maybe Al Pacino he was yeah I was thinking him as well yeah Pacino or De Niro both would have yeah. I think Pacino, very strong like, selection some of my favourite films like with Pacino in it so I, and like you watch them fucking loads of times you know so what's the harm watch them loads of times more they're very heavy yeah like you want a bit of a release as well I think but, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, is a good show yeah, Connor stuck him in as the example, but I think uh, that's a lot of good stuff. Jim Carrey, yeah, sort of. I'm not mad about his real stuff though. Yeah, serious stuff. I'm not actually. I don't hate. Well, at it. least there's a, a mix then as well, though. Even if you don't like it as such, you can still not always just watch Ace Ventura. Who now? The Irish actor. Throw Brendan Gleeson Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. He only has a fistful of vi- films, though, doesn't yeah. he? They're, they're, all, they're great films. Only a fist. Columini. Well, loads of Star Trek. Loads of Star Trek. <laughs> Never watched it before. Could be there for a while. Got the van. I was thinking of going back in time like Fred Astaire or something. Oh, <sighs> you're going to watch Singing in the Rain for the rest of your life? I mean, if I couldn't ever watch... If I couldn't ever watch Singing in the Rain or I could only watch Singing in the Rain for the rest of my life. If I had to choose between those two, I'd go with watching Singing in the Rain. If I couldn't ever watch Singing in the Rain again, I'd be heartbroken. Never even seen it. No. And there's other films. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> are they any use? Fucking Dancing Cheek to Cheek. So I don't believe now. That's the only one I want. Or what, what's your woman uh, from Mary Poppins? Judy, not Judy Garland. Sound of Music and stuff like that. What's her name again? Um, Andrew, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. I'll have a bit of her. Yeah. I think she, our first film was Mary Poppins and she won a bleeding Oscar for it. You're going to be so bored and so jealous of us, us watching De Niro and Pacino movies and you're watching Judy Andrews oh, movies. because I have that. I have that with Robin Williams. I'll be over here watching... one or two? I'll be over two. here watching Good Morning Vietnam. You used to be watching Godfather for the fucking 90th time. And Heath. I don't know why you put a TH at the end of that. Heath. <laughs> Heath Ledger. Heath. <laughs> 
I'd pick the other person I'd pick could be classed as an actor. More of an extra. Know that fella that's in all the films with the curly hair? <laughs> the famous extra. <laughs> oh, He's yeah, in yeah. so many films. Good shout. Some yeah. catalogue. Yeah. I don't think he'd be classed as an actor though, would he? Well, yeah, look. look yeah, if you're an extra, you're an actor. Yeah, yeah. He has an IMDb page. I'd pick him. Good shout, yeah. Can you Google his name? No. <laughs> this is only I've extra. Googled him for you before. I just yeah. don't think it's a good extra guy. precedent to set extra that I keep guy. Googling extra that guy for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> just um, do it. <laughs> Marl Streep. Okay, good. let's wrap this up. Okay, Julie Andrews and Robin Williams for me. I'm going to say Al Pacino and that extra man that's in everything. <laughs> Watch do you give an answer? I'll go with Leonardo DiCaprio and the extra guy. And the extra guy, you're taking the extra guy <laughs> yeah, as well. It's a great show. Well, now I feel stupid with Julie Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right, that's it. All right, thanks for uh, listening to the bonus episode of the Staller Podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the bonus episode, why don't you email them? Email them over to Starla at goloudnow.com. That's Starla at goloudnow.com. I am here still, you know. He is still here. He's still here. He's still here. I'm still here. Why is he still here? Why are you still here? I'm watching. I'm watching uh, Scarface. <laughs> Talk to his <laughs> later. Good luck. 